Welcome to Awakening Matters with your host, Cynthia Sloan. This show is about illuminating the very real truth. We all have gifts to offer. We are born with them, and we are offered the opportunity to share them and to connect with each other and really illuminate each other's lives. And this evening, my very special guest will be doing that not only about her own life, but I'm quite sure about life in general and for all others as well. Tonight, my special guest is Marla Phillips. She is the founder of Adventure Within, energy healing and personal training for your mind, body, and spirit. Marla is an ordained minister of healing, and she carries a degree in the theology of sacred healing. And before I continue, I want everyone to know that this is very much a listener participation for all the um, people out there. And please feel free to call in toll-free if you want to talk to our very special guest, Marla, at 1-888-627-6008. Again, toll-free, 888 888- Six two seven six zero zero eight, or locally five three zero three two seven seven six zero two. Again, to call in locally five three zero three two seven seven six zero two. And I am sure that you're not going to want to miss this opportunity to talk to this very magnificent person. So she is also a member of Associated Body Works and Massage Professionals and most recently joined forces with Energy Medicine Exchange, a group of healers and scientists dedicated to bringing energy healing modalities to the forefront. Um, I believe Marla is multi-talented and interdimensionally talented and gifted and there really is no end to what she can do. Here's what some of the people have been saying about her work as a healer. Um, From the very first moment, the warmth of touch from Marla's gifted hands, I knew this would be an incredible journey for me. It is difficult to put into words the emotions and therapeutic charge her treatments have inspired deep within me. The energy flows amazingly. As a breast cancer survivor, I can attest to the fact that her work has allowed me more feeling and movement where there once was none. There is a great connection spiritually and on a human level. Both Marla's energy and laughter are very healing. I would highly recommend Adventure Within. It is a gift you give yourself. And that is from Katie, and she is a teacher special ed. And there are many more um, testimonials that speak resoundingly, uh, illuminating their experience with her. So, Without further ado, I'm going to welcome Marla Phillips and um, let her really talk to us and share with us about herself. So, welcome, Marla. Well, thank you very much, Cynthia, and I'm so happy to be sharing time with you and your audience. Thank you so much. So, one of the questions I have for you is, when did you first know that you were a healer? I'm guessing you didn't simply wake up one morning and say, ah, today I... I think I'll become a healer. 
Well, no, it didn't happen like that at all. <laughs> I actually say a funny thing happened on the way to the Emmys. <laughs> I, I, I actually had to come out to Hollywood to pursue my acting career. And uh-huh. my whole life has had some magical moments. Um, I was very fortunate. I grew up, my family, um, my dad worked on Broadway. So I kind of had this whole acting bug in me uh, from very early on. And fortunately enough, I had a very good experience to grow up uh, knowing Peter Pan himself, herself, Mary Martin. And just uh, seeing performances at a young age um, just really drove me in that direction. It's only later, uh, once uh, this happened to me, (laughs) that I realized what I was attracted to in becoming um, an actor was really the illumination and the bigger-than-life aura that she probably carried. Mm -hmm. So um, I I was what's known as a reluctant healer. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, it was some um, magical, mystical stuff that happened to get me to uh, the Healing Light Center Church. I was very fortunate to be trained by Reverend Rosalind Bruyere, who's also been known as the godmother of healers on the planet. And uh, I actually started my journey back in 1989. So um, I never thought I would be a healer. I spent 10 years in in the program that was really a four-year program going, I don't know what I'm doing here. (laughs) I don't know. I'm an actor. What am I doing here? But I just could not stay away. I was just all consumed. It was like I had come home. Mm. And I just really, uh, it was so ironic, too, because what I was, when I would be in acting class and healing class, everything was very similar. And as an actor, I think as, as a young girl, I want to be an actress so I can become somebody else. Only mm-hmm. to find when I got into acting school that the first thing you have to do is know yourself before you can transform into a character. And really, that's all the basics of really finding your authentic self and, and, and taking it from there. So um, I really think that I was set up by the universe. <laughs> set up by the universe. That's interesting. Well, I think that, um, do you think everyone has the capacity to develop healing skills, or is it just for some born with it and others are not? No, I, I think, listen, we we were born with this miraculous human body that is capable of healing itself. And mm-hmm. yes, I do believe that everybody has the ability to tap in and, and do some healing. Uh just like somebody who plays an instrument, you know, some people are better at it than others. Um, but if you stick with it and you find a love for it, yes, you can. But I definitely believe in, I think I believe more in healing than I do in sickness. And mm. I think if more people thought that way, um, you know, and take responsibility for their own healing, um, it would be much easier to heal oneself. Interesting. So basically, as a translation, in addition to what you're saying, if people were um, able to believe and trust in their body's ability to not just let them know they're not feeling well, but their body's ability to also transmute and heal the issue, um, that they could maybe get out of the way and let the process 
kind of inform them. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, anytime somebody comes down with something or is challenged by, you know, finding out they have a disease, as I like to mm-hmm. call it, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. the fear sets in, mm-hmm. which actually makes it worse. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so it's we know that something is not in alignment, that the energy is stuck somewhere, and also, too, in order to stay healthy and keep healthy, you know, we're not, we're much more than just the physical body. We're the auric field. We're the chakra system. And, right. you know, everything has to go through all your auric field, all the different layers to even get into your body in a weakened state to cause any kind of disease. Correct. Absolutely, I agree. Um, when you were talking earlier about some fantastic and incredible experiences happened to you, can you share one with the listening audience okay. that really awoke you to healing? Okay. Um, I'll tell you a fun story. Okay. I had I had been doing a show, back to the show business stuff, Mm-hmm. And I created this character called Raven. And I took the name from one of my favorite books, The Mist of Avalon. Mm-hmm. And I actually took on the attributes of Raven. Well, once we got into rehearsal and performance, I would come off stage at night and I would hear Native American drumming in my head. And it was like hearing a Beatles song in your head, but you, you kind of didn't know how you knew it. It was like, yeah. hey, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, oh. And I felt my feet wanting to move, and it's like, what is going on? <laughs> and within a week, my hairdresser brought me to the Healing Light Center Church, and Rosalind was there, and she was teaching Native American animal totems, mm. and Raven being one of mine. Oh, beautiful. What a and strong so connection. Here I was connected to where I was supposed to be next. And on top of that, I had had a day job and they had moved. I had just gotten it like that week and found out the company was moving. And where did they move? Down the block from where the Healing Life Center was. Oh, so every, everything in my being knew I was supposed to be there. Of mm-hmm. course, didn't know why. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, like I said, I was set up. Well, so many synchronicities and alignments, and I find that to be the case with, with life and my clients in general, too, which is there's so many signs and so many alignments and so many synchronicities if we're open to uh, being aware of them and awakened mm-hmm. by them. And it sounds like... Your spirit council, which I'm sure of, as I'm, I'm very well acquainted with them, wanted to for you to really get it. <laughs> yes, that, that, that you were in the right place. Absolutely, absolutely true. And you know, the the older I get, the wiser I get, and the more I look at the big picture, even what's going on in life now, mm-hmm. it, it's just amazing. You know, the TV starts talking to you. <laughs> You walk outside, and the little kid in the carriage starts talking to you. And it, it's like they're starting to answer questions you're thinking about. It, it's just so truly amazing how everything is so connected. Well, I would have to agree with you in that. Um, when I was a very, very young child as well, that was 
around five or six, that I recognize that everything around us, our entire environment and everything in it is alive and communicating not only with us, but itself and the universe and each other at all times. And, and yes, when you become aligned to your infinite wisdom, you absolutely uh, tune in and become a part of or a participator in listening to that ongoing dialogue. Definitely. So do you think that it helps to be physically adept in order to be a good healer? Uh, both physically and, and psychically. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, first of all, uh, we always say you have to be bigger than your job. So <laughs> you do have to be a strong and be able to not only uh, run energy but maintain the energy. You never want to give your energy to a client. You know, mm-hmm. the energy is moving through me. It's not me doing the healing. Mm-hmm. It's creator working through me. Um, I I like to work from the ground up. So one of the things I have to do and be aware of all the time is grounding. Yeah. And it's one of the biggest things I teach my clients. Because when a client comes to me, yes, we're working on whatever specific uh, challenge they're going through, whether it is something with their health or whether they want to make some kind of a transformational change, something even like giving up smoking. Mm-hmm. Um, but beyond us working together and getting beyond the change they want to make, I feel it's part of my responsibility to teach them the techniques that I know so they can be responsible for their own health, again, if they want to. Mm-hmm. It's up to them. Um, and And have a treasure chest of tools that they can use. I actually put out a, a, what I call my muse letter once a month. Mm-hmm. And in it, I always like to uh, put in a few words and different techniques or to remind them of grounding or, um, you know, working with, I really am a big believer in martial arts and uh, mm. gung. Those are all things that can build your chi. Uh, mm-hmm. Yoga is great. And, you know, we all have a lot of energy until we get to about 39, 40 years old, and then we really have to start gathering energy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so there's different ways of doing that as well. So it really is all encompass- encompassing mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. of taking responsibility. You know, it, it is mind, body, and spirit. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So what would you share with us as the most dramatic evidence of energetic healing you've ever personally experienced? Hmm. Well, you know, I have to say say still to this day, um, I have to say Ruby. And Ruby uh, was the mom of, at the time, an acquaintance, right now a really close friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And she was misdiagnosed and uh, taken to the hospital on New Year's Eve with mm. her leg turning blue and facing amputation. Mm. And I got a call from my friend, and she said, Marley, can you pray for my mom? You know? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, what's going on? She explained this to me. And I said, well, please, <laughs> just get me to the hospital. Mm-hmm. I, at that time, I just knew that. So, and it was very interesting because she was only an acquaintance at that time. And sure enough, she picked me up. We went running to ICU. 
And uh, it was a blood clot. And they thought it was lower back pain. And um, I got there and the leg was all blue. And as a healer, you know, again, every, every, every case I work on is different. I, you know, sometimes I don't know what I can do or can't do. But I'm always willing to try. Mm-hmm. And I went into ICU. Well, they snuck me into ICU that night. <laughs> and it was her mom was great. She didn't know me at all, and she let me work on her. And I just kept running energy and running energy and running energy. Came back the next day, and the next day, believe it or not, the blue started turning color again, and we got a pulse back. Oh. And we were able to get a nurse to come and verify it. Even when in the medical records, mm. um, unfortunately, they still had to amputate. But instead of taking the leg from the hip, they took it below the knee. Wow! So they all thought it was a win. I was disappointed, <laughs> but, <laughs> but but Ruby wasn't. So, no, and, I'm not sure. Yes. So to me, that I think was the most m- miraculous um, uh, healing that I participated in. Absolutely. That sounds so amazing. And how I, I realized, too, in hearing your magnificent story, that it's not just the effect on the individual who needs the healing, but that the healer, too, yourself, um, that still after all this time, you're still inspired by it. It still represents something to you, that it impacted you as much as it did the lives of those around you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. So yeah. I, I mean, just the fact that, um, you know, there comes a point when I do a healing one-on-one. And um, usually we start off, we're laughing, we're talking, even while I'm doing the treatment, which I love. I love mm-hmm. laughter in the healing room. Mm-hmm. And there will be a point where the my client will usually pretty much zone out, mm-hmm. right? And then, you know, spirit takes over and my hands go where they're supposed to go. But there is one moment, and this big smile comes across my face. And Mm -hmm. at that moment, it's as if the person's soul and my soul recognize each other in complete wholeness. Mm. And there's an acknowledgement between both souls. And it's such an intimate moment that it's almost hard to describe, and all I can feel is this joy come over me. Oh, that's so beautiful. And the other part I love is when they get off the table and I make them look in their mirror, and you can just see they are glowing Mm -hmm. from the adjustment (laughs) of energy. Just glowing. It's like a little mini (laughs) facelift. (laughs) That is so beautiful. Now, what happens to you when, when you're done with the healing session and you're showing in the mirror and they're glowing. Do you ever look in the mirror at yourself? Oh, I'm sure I'm glowing too. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's one thing that's so wonderful about healing. If you're doing mm-hmm. it right mm-hmm. and if you're trained correctly, mm-hmm. you will get a healing too. Absolutely. So Absolutely. It's a win-win. It is. And that leads me to my next question. How do you personally prepare for healing? Is there a prayer you say or a meditation or a mantra? Um, well, actually, um, there's a few things I do, mm-hmm. and I have to laugh because it kind of overrides the whole acting thing, too, because before a performance, you know, we always prepared a certain way, so I was used to having my own techniques for getting where I need to go, 
mm-hmm. before I do something. Mm-hmm. For me, uh, of course, um, I always do. It's a form of qigong called shengkong, and sometimes mm-hmm. I do it more than once a day. And it's kind of silly. Well, it's not silly. It's wonderful, but it's easy. It's hand movement. It's nothing strenuous. Mm. It's nothing very meditative. Anyone could do it. It takes about 10, 15 minutes. It came to me from two different sources at the same time, so I Mm. knew it was true. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. it balances and grounds you. And I actually, again, like to teach it to my clients. Um, And you're just so in your body and and, and so attached to Mother Earth when you come out of this. Um, wow. When I when I approach uh, my client's body, I always say a silent prayer, whether they know mm. it or not, mm. connecting us all together, my guides, their guides, creator, just so we come all into alignment before I even go into the healing. Um, when I start the healing, I usually do a balance of the whole body before mm-hmm. I go into specific areas. And you can feel the hot and the cold. Um I, I, you know, I'm just so grateful that um, I have been trained by such a wonderful healer. Uh, because again, I think, like as we talked earlier, we do have this ability. I obviously always have this ability, mm-hmm. but really being trained of how to use it to its best ability. There's different frequencies of energy that I use. Sometimes it's almost like a, a laser. Uh, sometimes for certain diseases, you want to confuse the cells. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, so it, it's, you know, a lot more than just coming over and, you know, either just laying on a hand. Um, right, right. And the more the more you do, the more you learn, you know, the more places, you know, where in the body you want to double check. And mm-hmm. it, it really, it's a journey for me as much as it is for my clients. And That's I just wonderful. love getting to know everybody personally. And, you know, it's just, it, it really is a great joy. Well, and I have to say, I think that you, your energy is so present and so fully available that um, I think that's very required in authentic, gifted healing. And that's why you are that, because you're able to be fully present um, Beyond every all the other multi talented gifts and everything that you carry, it's your ability to come to the healing um, and be fully present with the person. Yeah, it's really important to listen mm-hmm. to what they what they say when they're talking. You know, on so many levels, you know, they're telling you what's going on with them, but even within that. You can pick up other stuff. I guess that's where where the, the the psychic ability. You know, again, I always thought everybody thought like I did. Only find out, nope, they don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that it's more of a more of an intuition kind of thing. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So that yeah, I, I think of what I'm talking about is reading a person. Okay. So uh, you can just by really really listening to what they have to say is just so important. And mm-hmm. people need touch. It's mm-hmm. a tough world out there. Yes, touch is absolutely healing, and it also brings the attention and focus right to where the touch is, so it brings the person fully into the moment. Um, and 
I think that your ability to heal and to touch and to have the energy move through you is why people who um, are guided to work with you are able to not only have a healing physically, but also an awakening spiritually. I hope so. You know, I definitely, uh, I, I really, you know, I trust that that is happening. Because, you know, we always say, too, if you, if you come to me for a healing, no matter what, you're going to change. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not, you're not going to walk out the same. There is going to be a shift that happens. Well, I mean, and that's very good news, because if they come to you for healing, they absolutely want right. to leave with, with the change and, and feel better. I want to pause for a minute and invite all the listeners to know, if you want to reach this magnificent being, Marla Phillips, you can do so um, at www.adventurewithin, all one word, dot com. Or you can reach her at a phone number, which is 323-697-8719. Again, to reach Marla, it's www.adventurewithin, all one word, dot com. And the phone number is 323-697-8719. And I invite you all, my listeners and those who are listening to tell their friends to not pass up this opportunity to meet with this incredible being who has so much to offer that you literally will leave better than when you arrived. So um, so for you, how does it feel like to you in your hands when you're running energy? Um, they're alive. <laughs> uh, it's funny, you know, uh, sometimes I'm just, you know, so full of energy that, you know, you just want to put your hands on somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, you know, it's coming up uh, through Mother Earth, through my feet, through the whole body, and uh, coming out my hands, of course, makes it around the top of my head and back down. Mm-hmm. Um, people that I usually say that my hands are really, really hot, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, they, they're usually not as hot feeling to me as they are to them. Mm. And sometimes you can actually feel the inside of um, of their bodies kind of vibrating. Um, wow. For me, you know, and again, it's my energy with the person's energy. How you know everybody's so individually different, and that's what's so exciting about it too. Mm-hmm. No two people are the same, so you can't approach everything the same way. And that's why I love using other tools like color and sound. Mm-hmm. Um, some people aren't comfortable getting, you know, I know that you know what using smudges. Some people mm-hmm. aren't comfortable with that. I'll use bells instead. Sometimes people are allergic to the smoke. So there's other ways of using um, different tools to do the same thing. So in essence, basically, you're not only helping them to heal, helping them to awaken, but you're also validating their uniqueness. You're validating their truth um, in that moment and also their truth when you're done working with them um, as they progress forward with you. And that is something that I really respect because a lot of healers follow a platform or they follow a process and they 
offer that same process to whoever walks in the door. Mm-hmm. And so many times a person who is uh, unwell ends up having to, uh, let's say, alter their process in order to experience someone else's. So the fact that you are mindful to allow people's individuality to be honored is huge. It's huge, and, and I really think that makes a huge difference in why you are so in tune yourself. So well, you know, I have on my website, the opening of my website says, Come Explore One of Earth's Greatest Treasures, You. Mm. And it's true. We mm-hmm. each are, you know, part of creator. Yes. You know, we all are unique, and everybody, like you said, has their own gifts. And, you know, again, we live in such a hard-nosed world where, you know, a lot of us were brought up with tough love. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, what we need is the opposite of that. We need nurturing and support, and especially in these times. Yeah, you know? and it sounds like, it doesn't sound like it's a confirmation as well that you're an individual that, people will not only hear about that nurturing support, but they actually receive it. Because there's a lot of people out there who are talking the talk, but they're not maybe even nurturing themselves. They're just um, offering kind of a superficial healing, where it sounds like you're getting deep into the layers because you're able to access your own nurturing and healing and presence. And so that is Again, another facet to why your work is so impactful and why everybody should definitely get in touch with you. I wanted to know, what do you do? You feel there's a relationship between belief or faith in the healing arts and the results you and your clients achieve? Yes, I do. Because Mm -hmm. first of all, you know, they always say nobody can be healed that doesn't want to be healed. Mm -hmm. You know, and of course, you know, you need the person's permission to be healed, and I, I'm gathering if they come to me, you know, I have that permission to work on them. Mm-hmm. And sometimes still, you still get the resistance, you know. Um, and even if you work on somebody who really doesn't fully believe in it, it doesn't mean that they're still not going to get healed. Right. So, right. you know, again, you know, again, like even a placebo pill, if you're believing mm-hmm. it, you're going to see the results. Exactly. So how do you know personally when the healing is quote-unquote done? The energy shifts on the table. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there comes a time where either the body feels completely full, um, and I'm really big about the body feeling full, <laughs> um, because then, then you're totally, you know, totally alive. You can feel the life force, you know, presently. And then, of course, you have to be grounded Um, because so many of us live outside our body. You know, we're a very intellectual um, society. So really, a lot of people's spirits are kind of going from their third chakra, which is your abdomen, up. So Mm -hmm. half of you is out of your body and never really connected to the lower half of your chakras. Right, and for those who are listening and tuning in, a chakra is an energy center in the body that receives and gives energy, and and chakra is basically another uh, name for energy center. 
So the fact that you know that and are so in tune with with that, um, are you able to do like remote healing work? So do you work over the phone? Yes, I do. And yes, tell I us do. how that works. Well, <laughs> um, first of all, I have to say I have no clue. <laughs> but it works. <laughs> to this day, I don't really have a clue. I, I would imagine it works very much like prayer. And I have to say, because I am who I am, mm-hmm. it took me a really long time to be convinced that what I was doing was working over the phone. And I worked with people uh, over the phone before I actually would do it with clients over the phone. And animals. I've done it with animals as well. So you would work with people before you work with clients. So you mean... You mean um, well, meaning you would... friends, family, mm-hmm. you know, people that knew, knew that, I, you know, it, it was a test. I was mm-hmm. testing myself. Mm-hmm. You know? And what finally convinced you? Well, you know, when um, I, you know, had somebody I didn't know, had never met before and worked mm-hmm. on them in that way, and I would say, can you feel this going through your body? And they would say, yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know it's interesting. A really, really long time ago, and and this is back to back to the acting thing again. I had sure. a manager. I had a manager, and my manager represented me, but also represented an aura camera. <laughs> I know this sounds weird, and she would like to drag me along when she do a show for the aura camera because we take a picture of someone. I'd go in and rearrange it, you know, to in a more balanced way, and then we'd take another picture and see the difference. To this day, I'm not 100% sure that any of that is real, mm-hmm. right? But what I did learn is, one, how to really shift colors quickly within the field, which was mm-hmm. a great lesson. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and also the fact that you actually, you know, can shift somebody's energy that way. So tell the listeners what an aura camera does. Well, the one that I particularly work with, it was, if I got the story right, the gentleman that um, invented that particular camera also had something to do with the MRI. Hmm. So what they do is they put your hand on electrotroid or something, Mm-hmm. And it reads the heat frequency and translates it into color. And that comes out in a picture. Yeah, that comes out in a picture. So you, so the color and, and a that... read and a readout. This is really funny because when when I met her and I told her I did healing work before she took me on as a client, she said, "Will you come down? I'm doing this health fair. You come down, and I want to see if you're a healer." <laughs> I love the test. <laughs> I love when people test you. So mm-hmm. I go down there and she hooked me up to this thing and they actually had a printout. You know, this mm-hmm. is where I get, you know, a little crazy. A little printout, you know, starts printing out and it, sure enough it said she's a healer. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, who knows? <laughs> oh wow. That again to me, that just so speaks of your spirit council just taking down the path that would validate and um, empower and strengthen parts of you, almost in preparation, if you will, for later, which is now. So, um, 
Absolutely. So, and, uh, and I'm still mm-hmm. being surprised every day. Now, that's something that I really appreciate hearing because to be bored or disinterested or to be even in a place of mental or emotional lack regarding what you're doing, um, then it speaks of disconnection. And so to be in awe and to be surprised and to still have that effect, as I do every day as well, is something that speaks about um, the continuum of being still in the right place at the right time and honoring that for yourself and others. So that, re- that makes a very big difference. Did you, did you ever see someone in pain or suffering, like in a grocery line of you and feel a desire to help them? And if you did, what did you do in a case like that? Okay. Well, it does happen. It definitely mm-hmm. happens, especially like you're in your car and somebody's crossing the street in a, in a crosswalk and they're having a really hard time walking. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just can't help it. Um, and I now I kind of call on their guides, you know, because I, you know, again, it's that permission thing, mm-hmm. you know, and and just and sometimes I just have to send a little energy that way, usually the back of the spine. Yeah. So but let's talk about the permission thing for everybody tuning in. So the permission basically um, is a universal law of free will, and so you would define the permission as. Uh, sending them energy, or, or did you ever go up to somebody and ask them for their permission? A stranger? No. Mm-hmm. No, I would, you know, tune into higher self and say, is this okay if I do this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, Definitely. you know, and, and sometimes you just get back off. You know, right. you know we, never, we never know what somebody's uh, story is or what somebody's lesson is, e- even in healing somebody that's sick. You know, I'm there for the process. You know, I'm I'm just a vehicle for it to work through me, and I'm very clear about that. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing the healing. I'm very clear about that. Well, and I think your level of clarity translates into the level of clarity of, of healing, purity, and authenticity, and substance of the healing itself. It's like, the, I believe and agree with you that the infinite wisdom of healing has an intelligence all its own, and um, sometimes it just needs us to get out of the way and be that vehicle, and and you are that. Do you find that anxiety caused by world events can lead sometimes later to physical problems? Yes. Yes, I do. And, Absolutely. And how do worldly concerns show up in the body, do you think? Um. Well... I find, especially, you know, again, in the last few months, this incident we had in Boston, mm-hmm. um, you know, and and just, you know, we've seen a lot of, a lot of tragedy going on uh, on the planet. And the, the more we hear it, you know, the, it kind of holds heavy in our hearts. Um, I think I find a lot of people uh, saying to me, and I find it with myself, too, God, I'm feeling really nauseous today. So mm-hmm. I find nausea, um, and then uh, some people feel paralyzed. Mm. Um, I was I was actually on a, a phone uh, call last week. We did a planetary healing meditation, and we were talking about the event in Boston and how it made us all feel. We were taking mm-hmm. turns 
talking about it. And this one woman was actually, they got hit by Sandy, Hurricane Sandy, Mm -hmm. in which I had shown up in New York that day, (laughs) coincidentally, (laughs) when that all started. And um, and then we were talking about Boston, and she said, you know, even looking around and still seeing the devastation from Hurricane Sandy, and then, you know, seeing what was going on in Boston, she said, I just got paralyzed. Wow. So how, how how do we deal, you know, first of all, we got we have to recognize in our bodies what's going on. You know, um, because I'm an empath, I always have to say, is this mine? Is this somebody else's? <laughs> but in a case like that woman, she she recognized that she was uh, paralyzed by it. But what do you do when that happens? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? At least I feel I give my clients tools to say, okay, I'm feeling this today. Maybe if I do this, this will help. Or maybe right. I'll call Marla. You can't always do things alone. No, absolutely not. And that's why we're, we are here for each other. Right, um, absolutely. I think that's wonderful that you're on a call like that and because I feel that your input um, kind of brings wholeness and completion probably to dialogues that go either unanswered or are partially kind of out there. I think that what you do is uh, you bring an exclamation point to the end of the sentence and clarity to it. And, and I think, too... Uh, a tremendous intelligent sense of humor and laughter that, to me, laughter equals love equals um, higher thought, etc. So your ability to do that, I think, is also why your ability to receive healing uh, energy that moves through you and from you is so um, impactful, really mm-hmm. impactful. Do you believe, though, that there's a role for allopathic medicine in our lives? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, you know, we've got we've got through a lot of things with it. Um, you know, I think the time has come where, um, you know, I, when I was trained, I was trained to work with the medical community. You know, mm-hmm. I was trained to be able to do a healing, you know, so or do do some channeling. So it didn't look like it was doing channeling. Mm-hmm, just just mm-hmm. so I can walk among, you know, right. <laughs> that community and, you know, not get laughed at. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you know, we're laughing at that, but it's true. Yeah. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, you want you want to be of service as much as you can. Um, and, and, you know, we need each other. You yeah. know, I was always taught, too, that find out what the doctors want to do and then do it energetically. Absolutely. I'm a total believer in that. You know, and, and like, and now I'm involved with this group, Energy Medicine Exchange, and it's great. You know, I'm learning more about, you know, scientific proof that this mm-hmm. stuff is happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, we're getting there. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's not, it's not happening overnight, but we're getting there. Well, and what advice would you give to someone who may be thinking about contacting a healer, but... I don't know, it's on the fence about it. For whatever reason, they're hesitant, and they, they're just kind of hesitant to put themselves in the hands of someone else. Um, well, you know, first of all, I think they'll probably think about it and think about it and think about it, and they will know if they're ready to do that. 
Mm-hmm. You know, even if they're questioning to begin with, they must be on their way. But because it's so unconventional in some ways, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. might be what's stopping them. But I do always, you know, try to get a recommendation. Somebody that's been to them before yeah. um, is always a, a, a good uh, advice. And also, you've got to go with your instinct. You want to be with somebody that resonates with you. Yeah. You know, even the fact if anyone's ever been to, and I'm sure they have, that's on this call, a psychic fair, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, and and if you go to get a, some kind of reading, there's there's somebody that you're drawn to. So when you Absolutely. speak with that person, you you know if you're resonating with them or not, and mm-hmm. and trust your gut. If you're feeling uncomfortable, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Wait mm-hmm. till your body says yes. That's really good advice. Absolutely. You know, sometimes I waver over. You know, should I do this? Should I do? This? I go back and forth and back and forth, and um, I realize that when you're ready, the answer will be yes. You won't have to think yeah. about it. When it turns exactly. into a yes, you do it. Good advice. Really yeah. simple and with great wisdom. So that's usually what good advice is made from. So do you consider yourself a personal trainer? I like to think of myself as a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason I added that to my title is mm-hmm. uh, the fact that it's more than just energy healing. It's mm-hmm. that treasure te- chest of tools. That I can work together with somebody and and find out you know where their weakness is and where they want to get stronger, and you know some people work well with guided meditation. You mm-hmm. know somebody else would work better with doing yoga. So there's just so many different um, angles. I love working with the different senses. Again, you know acting technique, smell, sight. You know everybody. I'm mm-hmm. kinesthetic. I need mm-hmm. to feel things. Some people mm-hmm. hear better. Some people see better. Let's figure out which is your strong point. Right, right. And work from that. You know, that's why, you know, again, it's getting to know who you are. You know, we, we're born into this world. Everyone tells us something. Everyone every day is bombarding us and telling us something. Mm-hmm. And after a while, we we lose what we believe because mm. we've been so saturated with everybody else's ideas and thoughts and reasoning. So part of becoming your authentic self is really getting back to, what do I really think about that? Do I agree with that? Or have I have not even thought about it and just taken somebody else's word for it? Right. So moving from automatic um, group, let's say, uh, unconsciousness to uh, individualizing your... Right. And another good name for it is being numb. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, last question as we bring it to a close for you. What is the most rewarding aspect of this work for you personally? Well, you know, I think we tapped into that a little earlier. Um, mm-hmm. Is really when somebody leaves me and they're beaming from ear to ear. <laughs> you know what I mean? That that when when they work walk out of my place, or even if we hang up on the phone, mm-hmm. and and they just their heart is open and full, and they start feeling hope again, and trust again, and know that they have somebody that they can count on. 
mm-hmm. do for them. Yeah. Absolutely. And for everybody listening, you can count on Marla Phillips. And to reach her, I want to say again, is www.adventurewithinoneword.com. Again, www.adventurewithin.com. And to reach her by phone is 323-697-8719. Again, 323-697-8719. Well, Marla, I can't thank you enough for joining me and for being the empowering person that you are and really sharing your wisdom and your guidance. And I thank you for being on the earth and doing the work that you're doing. Thank you. My heart is full. Oh, beautiful. Wonderful. And I, again, to all the listeners out there, do not pass up this chance to get in touch with Marla because you will be giving yourself one of the greatest gifts and life-changing gifts. You know, um, Cynthia, can I also give them my personal email? So if absolutely. they want to reach me by email, it's just Marla, mm-hmm. M-A-R-L-A, at AdventureWithin.com. And I'll be happy to answer questions. Wonderful. Thank you so much for being uh, on the show, and I'd love to have you back. So we'll okay. talk about that. I'd love to and, be back. Good. And just stay on the line for a second. And okay. so everybody that's tuned in, tune in two weeks from tonight for another um, amazing Divine Dialogue. And if you would like to reach me, you can do so at uh, Cynthia Sloan, S-L-O-N, number9.com, or at 503-347-6766. And I thank you all for participating with your energy, and I send you heart light and... um, It's been another wonderful, illuminating dialogue on awakening matters. And this is Cynthia Sloan. And as always, if it resonates, make it your own.